Welcome to the Hebrews at Conversation Cafe podcast. This podcast is a unique brew of real people with real talk about real life. So, if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road and your hands on the wheel. And if you're somewhere sitting, sit back and be still. I'm Ricky Allen. Let's get the conversation started. Thanks for joining the Hebrews at Conversation Cafe podcast. You know, several years ago, I was watching an Arkansas TV show uh, entitled The Vine at Nine, and I was intrigued by a guest speaker who was a life coach. And at that time, I thought, this is someone I'd really like to have a conversation with. Um, Her content just kind of struck me because I'm all about inspiring greater faith, hope, and love and uh, trying to make a difference in the lives of people. And so today I am thrilled to have that speaker, Dana Williams, on our show. Dana, how are you? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. I normally say I am doing wonderfully well and swimmingly swell because I try to have an attitude of gratitude and make the most of every day because it's truly a treasure. Well, listen, I I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you joining us, calling in for, for the show. And uh, how about telling our listeners about you? Well, my name is Dina Williams, and I hail from the great city of West Helena, originally by way of Conway, but I've been a longtime resident of Little Rock, Arkansas. I am the second of six children, born, raised, and reared in the Delta. I am a mother of one senior student at UAPB. I am a minister as well. I'm a certified transformational life coach. I'm an author, a speaker, a contributor for THB 11. I'm an advocate for survivors of sexual assault and domestic violence as well. I am a licensed realtor. I have many titles, but most importantly, I'm a servant. But my goal is to always help everyone live their best life. Wow, that's great. So, you know, during our last show, well, number one, let me say, I appreciate you listening to my last show. Uh, entitled, What Are You? And um, I'm excited about your perspective on what you heard. So during that last show, I shared my struggle with burnout or exhaustion and how my experience with an Uber driver had kind of snapped me back into realization of what I was. And so that question just forced me to interrogate all that I had done and uh, was currently doing and to realize how my identity was adrift and all the things that I was doing. And so I gave some considerable thoughts on the fundamental difference between what are you and who are you. And I realized that my paradigm had shifted because the word what, when used with a person, place, or thing, uh, is generally a determiner and is used for specification, and it requires further information, you know, about identity. And so it made sense Uh, Because often, you know, if someone say, who are you, we'll go into pretty much giving our resume. But the word what combined with a person then just kind of struck me. And then the fact that when we say who is really relative and interrogative and primarily is used when we want to refer to a person. Yeah. And so who is not usually um, appropriate if we're trying to define someone. So his question really... Uh, caused me to stop and think. Uh, you know, I had been just at a crossroad and had just been dealing with a lot of um, 
exhaustion and burnout and just kind of trying to regain my bearings. And we were on vacation. And at this point, the guy uh, asked me that question and it really caused me to stop and think. So how about sharing your thoughts on the difference, the what and the who? I definitely agree that there is a difference. I do believe that you only know that difference when you have a true conscious level of awareness when you're living and not existing. So you would get, I think, a different response for someone that is just going through the day-to-day routines and truly existing and not living. And the reason why I say that, one of my favorite quotes by Aristotle says that the greatest wisdom begins with the knowledge of self. And when you have the knowledge of self, that means you have your sense of identity. It means you know who you are and whose you are. And so when someone says, you know, who are you or what are you, you do have a different end when you respond. Because a lot of times we identify with who we are when it pertains to a role, a job, a career, or how other people see us. What are we? You know, we're spiritual beings that are on this journey, and this journey takes us so many different directions, a lot of times because of choices that we make. But are we truly accepting the journey? Are we truly experiencing the journey, or are we too focused on the destination? So when you ask me, you know, what am I? I am legacy. I am strength. I am resilient. I am empowered. I am a child of the Most High. I am a servant. And I get to tell you mainly what I am, but it also then replicates and reflects in who I am. Yeah, yeah, I really agree with that. And of course, you know, when you stop and think about it, that whole thing with identity and the things often that we use to identify ourselves has a lot to do with all the things that we're doing. Mm -hmm. But after giving more thought to the conversation, I also realized how I had lost sight Uh, in the what. And it it contributed to my burnout and to my situational depression. It was like frostbite of my soul. Uh, The deadening symptoms just progressively led to just the absence of joy and peace. And I found myself trying to be all things to all people at all times and finding very little joy. And so um, I appreciate your insights. And I just wanted us to be able to have this conversation And to share some actionable insights, because I know I'm not the only person. And the thing about it is, when we don't know what, we're constantly trying to find something to fill a void that uh, is impossible to fill. So I want to give you an opportunity just to address that whole thing of burnout and identity loss. I think first and foremost, we have to acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like the pen on the map, you are here. You know, you can't go anywhere, you can't move, you can't travel further unless you identify and recognize where you are. And so when you're dealing with burnout or situational depression, and we're getting ready to change season, you know, seasonal depression is real. Yeah, We truly have to acknowledge that. And because it's unspoken, most people think that it's not a real situation. It's a real diagnosis. And so a lot of people go through changes during the seasons and not truly understanding why. Yeah, yeah. You know, I often say with the whole thing of getting to the why, you have to ask yourself that question multiple times. And I find that when you ask why and get to a point that there is no other why, 
then you really address the issue. You get to the root cause of it. And I'll just share a minute. You talked about the, your Uber driver experience. I was in California and I had a similar experience. And the driver said, you know, I don't get up for me, but I will get up for someone else. And I just talked about how that is what we, most of us do. We give what we don't have. We give from an empty place. And what we should do is pour from a self-full cup. But we believe that just being self, you know, being selfful is being selfish and it's not. So first we have to identify who we are, what it is that we want, but most importantly, what is our why? What is your why for working? What is your why for living? What is your why for going where you go? And once you understand the why, you, you have at least a goal. You can start to set a goal. Well, I do this because of that, or I get to do this because of that. But once you identify where you are, if you're truly dealing with some things, and I think you have to track yourself, you know, or pay attention to maybe your behaviors, you know, hey, I seem to, you know, get a little down around this time, or I do this, you know, we're coming out of post-COVID, we're in the midst of COVID, we're in the post of, you know, other diagnoses, as well as our own and traditional health issues. So we definitely have to figure out how to maybe rediscover who we are. Yeah. We've been identified with things. We've been identified where we live. We've been identified with where we work. We've been identified by who we associate with. And so now, you know, COVID kind of trimmed a lot of the fat away. So our lives are pretty lean. And so we're having to really be honest with ourselves. I, You know, there's a church that always says you're, they're hot. And that means that they're humble, open, and transparent. We need to learn to be hot. And truly right. be that tr- with ourselves as well as with our spouse, as well as with our family, and make sure that we are doing what it is we need to do so that we can have the best outcome possible so that we can maximize, you know, our time. Mm-hmm. Dina, you mentioned the importance of self-awareness, self-fullness, and self-check. Yes. And it's clear to me that the lack of these life essentials is detrimental to one's identity and purpose. You know, King David asked the question in Psalms 8 and 4, the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible, what are mere mortals that you should think about them or human beings that you should care for them? When I thought about those questions, I responded with the following notes to myself. When you know what you are, you are free to fully discover who you may be. I totally agree. I also tell myself daily to live if there was not yesterday, and will be no tomorrow. You know, when you think about your, who you are, a lot of people tend to believe that I'm the summation of my life experiences. You're told who you are, who you are not, and I lived that life. I had survived the loss of my parents at an early age, or from war of the court, also victim to to, um, sexual assault. So I was the summation of that, and I started believing what people told me. And so you're either happy or unhappy because of what happened. But the thing about it is, is when you actually have a relationship with God and you experience God, then you shift from the religious practices to having a spiritual relationship and understanding who you are and identifying whose you are. And in that sense, you find out what joy is. And joy, I always believe, is a gift from God. It's internal. So it's not affected by the external things that happen in life or people. And joy, you know, is that peace that no one can touch. 
And so once you have joy, you can actually start to build upon your identity because you now know who your source is. And so for me, that is what is important. So when you know who you are, you can then identify, like I said, identify where you are and then identify the behaviors, identify what's going on with you. And then you go back to the root cause of the behaviors. A lot of times I try to tell people that we have to heal the the younger girl or the younger boy that's showing up at work to work at 40 or showing up to church at 50 and not understanding why they do what they do. Well, that's because there are unhealed and unresolved issues that need to take place. And that's what I do even as a coach um, with a spiritual foundation. I say a friend loves you where you are. A coach loves you enough not to leave you where you are. So if you're listening and are experiencing burnout or situational depression, ask yourself why until there is no other answer. Remember, you are an offspring of the creator of all, and you are uniquely a bearer of his image. You are a steward of life and all creations. You are powerful. You are a powerful force that can conquer your life challenges. God's strength is made perfect in all of your weakness. So be confident in God's love, his knowledge, and his truth, and allow it to flow through you into the hearts of others. Dana, thanks again for joining the conversation. Uh, Before we end, please tell our listeners how they can reach you. Yes, and thank you. And thank you for this opportunity as well. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. They can connect with me on LinkedIn, Dana Williams, on Facebook, Dana Williams at Get Moved on Instagram. Also, they're welcome to reach out to me, 501-993-1705, as well as landingspeak at gmail.com. I'm pretty responsive, usually within 24 hours to any messages or direct messages or, or even texts for that matter, because I try to be open and I try to be honest, but most importantly, I try to be available because that's what we need. Uh, For sure. For sure. And so, hey, check Dana out. Uh, You'll be glad that you did. Thank you for joining this episode of the Hebrews at Conversation Cafe podcast. Please visit our website at rickyallenrelates.com and follow us on social media at rickyallenrelates. Remember, life is a gift and how you live is a choice. There is no better time than now for greater discovery. It's time to live life. It's time to live legendary.